Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here with Epiphany Communications and Coaching. October is National uh, 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 Bully Awareness Month. And I wanted to bring a speaker on. I know we're at the tail end of October. In fact, we're heading into Halloween and All Saints Day. I hope everybody has a safe Halloween weekend. Uh, but I want to talk about bullying and and uh, promoting peace and unity. And there's a great nationally recognized youth motivational speaker from Metro Detroit who specializes in bullying prevention. So please welcome Kevin Zawala, also known as Mr. Peace. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Vanessa? I'm doing just fine. Very happy to be here. Always great to talk with you. I've had opportunities to interview you before. So, you know, we're at the tail end of Bully Awareness Month, but doesn't mean we don't, we stop talking about it. You know what I mean? Bullying is still a problem. So let's talk about some of the messages that you address. What are some of the, you know, bullying that kids are facing today? And it's much different than when I was growing up because we didn't have any of the social media or even text messaging. We didn't even have cell phones. So, uh, you know, we, we left the playground, Kevin, and we left the bully, you know, it's not right. like that today. So tell us what are some of the things that you discuss and you're addressing with kids today? Yeah. I mean, like you can't escape it, you know, it's 24 seven now, especially with the cyber bullying and the social media, right. That, that, that you just mentioned. Yeah. And it's something that breaks my heart because a lot of these kids, you know, they feel like there's no hope sometimes that, you know, what are they supposed to do, whether it's you know, not go to school, like they want to skip school, or they want to transfer schools, or unfortunately, you know, you know, the the worst case scenario, they're going to turn to the possibility of uh, ending their life, right? Um, Because Mm -hmm. they think that there's no way out. And you never want that to get to that point. And so to sort of piggyback on what you mentioned at the start of this program, uh, October being National Bullying Prevention Month, right? Uh, And October 12th is National Stop Bullying Day, that's already passed. But, you know, my whole intention behind the programs that I do for schools and the school assemblies that I offer is that I'm trying to always have some underlying bullying prevention in every uh, program that I do, every presentation that I present. And the idea is that it's not just a month long observance, right? It's not just one day. It's something that we have to really combat uh, throughout the entire year. And for a lot of these children, yeah, we have to do it throughout the entire school day that hopefully, you know, there's going to be a champion in their corner, whether it's a best friend, uh, whether it's a family member, whether it's a teacher, a coach, someone that cares, that can help them stand up to somebody that's hurting and in pain, that's causing them pain. And they can try to get past, you know, something and deal with it in a healthy manner. You know, what message do you have, Kevin? Because I know I did a lot of research on bullying because I wrote my thesis on bullies in the workplace and I had to look at childhood bullying in order to write my thesis. And one of the things are the bystanders when they just stand there and do nothing. And what for my research, and you could speak to this too, is that when kids actually speak up and support the person being bullied, it actually helps with the situation. But most kids are turning too scared because they don't want to be the next one attacked. Right. And, and that's part of my story, you know, that a lot of kids ask me, hey, Mr. Peace, you know, when when were you bullied? And I guess to a certain extent, I still am on social media myself and comments and DMs and all that stuff. But you and I are both good at blocking people or uh, deleting 
comments, uh, just not really entertaining that that uh, hatred. But I look back to when I was in elementary school, sometimes middle or high school, that there were times, you know, being one of the popular kids, uh, very well respected, a three sport athlete, um, you know, that I had the opportunity to stand up for someone that was getting targeted, but I was too afraid. I was too afraid that if I would have stood up, that I would have, like you said, been the victim of the bullying myself, right? And so I tell these kids now, I say, look, you know, I regret some of those instances where I had the opportunity to make a difference, right? But uh, I know now, you know, my, my power, and I hope that they understand their influence as well at a younger age, but I tell them, look, it, it, it truly takes courage. It takes courage to, to, to do the right thing, to be that voice for the voiceless, you know, someone that has no voice maybe. And so trying to instill that courage inside of them and knowing that, yes, they might risk getting bullied themselves or judged or teased or humiliated themselves, but, it, but by doing that to include someone that otherwise would never be included, you know, and really stick up for them, uh, that's, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really good uh, point. I, I remember a few years ago, I saw this kid at um, a grade school that created the buddy bench. Uh, did you hear about this? With a kid? Uh, not the specific story, okay. but, a, but a lot of schools I speak at have buddy, buddy benches. benches. Yep, yeah, this stuff. was like several years ago. I didn't know about it. I guess right. it like picked up trend all over the country, yeah. but it was the buddy bench. You know, if you have nobody to play with, somebody come play. And um, I just think it just takes that one kid to have courage. You're right. So when you're out there speaking, give our listeners an overview of your program. You know, what do you, you know, how, how does your program work? You know, what is the typical age group you work with? Give us kind of a, an overview of people wanting maybe to hire you. How does that work? Yeah, sure thing. I mean, so right now uh, I have four primary topics, uh, grades K through 12. So I'm doing, I'm, I'm even doing some TK or pre-K, um, you know, but I have these four topics, bullying, diversity, positivity, leadership, again, all with underlying principles of bullying prevention uh, for the older grades, middle and high school, primarily, I'm doing some underlying suicide prevention as well, some of those components built in. Uh, so they get heart heavier as I go up in age, uh, the presentations get longer too, based on attention spans. So what I'm sharing with the K through two group is going to be different than nine through 12, right. And the idea, though, is that whether it is kindergarten or 12th grade, it's still going to strike a heart chord, um, whether it's my cyberbullying and social media parent, whether it's my cyberbullying and social media parent program, or uh, my teacher enrichment, teacher empowerment program, you know, those as well, whether I'm reaching adults or staff members or students, you know, the, the idea is trying to touch a small piece of their heart by sharing my heart. And you never know if that seed that you plant that day, even if they're not willing to really listen to it yet, um, that eventually, hopefully it's going to spark something inside that down the road, they're going to realize, you know, what I was talking about, you know, how mm -hmm. life has no guarantees, how we have to think about our legacy. Now, what do you want to be remembered for how healed people heal people that we're all miracles, right? There's all these different, you know, catchphrases that I use throughout these presentations. But again, the idea is to say, look, uh, whether I'm doing the inspirational music or showing the positive videos or having the accompanying motivational picture slides that reinforce the stories, I'm trying to target them, reach mm -hmm. them at the heart level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Heal people, heal people, hurt people, hurt people. And, you know, it's, it's such an important message to kids because they have to understand the people that are the ones usually lashing out 
you know, being bullied is a learned behavior. And so they've got their own pain and their own wounds. I'd always tell my daughter that if somebody was mean, it's not about you. It's about themselves, you know? Right. Um, you know what I was shocked, Kevin, you know, I was so shocked on how early it started. I, I thought if my daughter dealt with bullies, it'd be like, you know, grade school, middle school, high school. I remember preschool, she would come, she came home and she'd said, mom, I can't wear any shoes, but my Tom shoes to school because all my other shoes are ugly. And I said, who told you that? And she said, well, so-and-so said all my shoes are ugly except my Tom shoes. So I can only wear my Tom shoes to school. And I said to her, honey, do you like all your other shoes? She goes, yeah, I love all my other shoes. I said, then don't worry about what she says. You wear what you want to wear. And then she goes, mom, by the way, which ones are my Tom shoes? She had no, she had no idea like what was what, but I'm thinking, right. wow, that started right. so early. Like I didn't think at four years old, kids would be teasing each other, like targeting each yeah. other like that and saying yeah. things. So it's really a learned behavior. I'm sure there's something going on at home and they, you know, they're all about their designer stuff, whatever right. their name brand stuff. So, you know, it, so it starts really early. What are some signs that maybe parents should look out for? Yeah, I mean, you know, just to kind of reiterate what you just said, you know, kids are mirrors, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that all of us are mirrors. Nobody's born hating or violent. No, right? no, they're not. It, it, it all has to be learned. And unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, the uh, the bad behavior that, that, that we witness uh, at home at a young age, we start to replicate that right and we start yeah. to really mirror that when we get to school when we're interacting with our peers because that you know that that three four five year old isn't learning that on their own right no. they 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 have to see somebody doing that and then they're modeling that too so I mean the biggest thing is I mean to talk about you know parents noticing is once they do notice something like that, if they see their kid, you know, saying these mean things, take a look at themselves in the mirror themselves like do a almost like a self reflection and say hey where are they getting this from? Like, how am I talking to other people around me? You know, what am I saying that might contribute to my son or daughter that's mimicking this too? But, you know, I think, uh, you know, anything, even at young ages, you know, if the kid's starting to withdraw themselves, if they just have like, not like a, a lot of passion to really, you know, get involved in anything, if they don't really want to go outside, if they're avoiding going online, you know, if, if there's just all these little, I guess, many red flags that the, like, as soon as you see them start to kind of withdraw, lose a lot of that fire for life. Um, you know, if you obviously see them start to bully others too, because a lot of them, sometimes they internalize it and they kind of sure. shut down. Other times they become the bully themselves. Right. Yeah. So it just depends on kind of how they're wired, but if they can start to notice some of those things, uh, how they're interacting with their friends, maybe kind of pay a little extra attention when they're at the park or at a, a sporting event or like a extracurricular activity, you know, are they the ones that's kind of, they're kind of ganging up and, uh, you know, kind of being mean to some other people too. And then have those sit down conversations with them, have those heart to hearts. Cause the more, I mean, obviously they're, they're sponges. So they're going to absorb whatever you tell them and show them. And they look up to you being the parent or guardian. So make sure that you're modeling what you want them to model too. Yeah. The great messages there. They are sponges. They are mirrors. They're the greatest imitators. We know that, right? You know, sure. the greatest imitators. You mentioned suicide earlier. We know that during the pandemic, uh, Mr. Pieces, who we're talking to, Kevin Zawala, that it went, you know, it was on the rise during the pandemic. Kids went to a deep depression, especially teenagers, anxiety, fear, depression, and suicide. 
that has got to be such a greater challenge for you as a as a motivational speaker today, Kevin, knowing that you're dealing with something as serious as kids contemplating suicide. Yeah, you know, I was just talking to a to an educator the other day about this, and I kind of go back to our instant culture now, right? Like all the six second videos and how we just want the instant gratification. We want to deal with our problems instantly, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, kids nowadays, especially younger um, adolescents, you know, they aren't taking the time to conflict resolve, right? If somebody punches them, I'm going to punch right back. If somebody says something yeah. mean to me, I'm going to say it right back or tweet it right back or DM or comment it right back, text it right back, right? I'm not taking time to process this. And because of that, a lot of times, okay, I'm facing all this pain and this depression, anxiety, loneliness, et cetera. I'm going to fix that problem instantly, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to fix this pain, this, this, this temporary problem that eventually will pass with a permanent solution. And unfortunately that becomes suicide, right? That becomes self-harm. That becomes, you know, the pills or like the substance abuse that occurs and the one-time choices that can maybe be your last. Right. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate side of things that suicide is never about wanting to die. It's about not wanting to deal with the pain anymore. Right. But if we yeah. can find ways to deal with it in a healthy manner, that's the goal. I just had a talk here at a high school in Michigan. It was substance abuse focused. And I said, look, you know, all the substance abuse that we see, you know, that's that's symptoms, the self-harm, et cetera. Those are all symptoms of deeper root feelings of loneliness and emptiness and pain, hurt, loss, whatever it is. And so, yeah, we're going to deal with it temporarily, but then it's going to come right back. You know, we're going to turn to our cell phones for that support system or our self-worth, and that's always going to let us down. Right. Mm -hmm. So the idea is, you know, don't turn to the bottle. Don't, don't turn to the, to the pills, you know, to the syringe or, you know, to uh, the cellular device and the social media apps, but turn to an actual human being right? Turn to somebody that actually cares about you, that can hopefully reflect what you're going through, maybe sympathize with you, empathize with you, and then get to be able to heal that heart. Because so many of us, we keep so much bottled up. And that's why I'm so, you know, encouraged when I see tears at my assemblies, because I say tears are the sweat of our strength, you know, like you're starting to heal and feel again. And it's beautiful, because now you know that this person that was kind of numb, and just shut off and maybe partaking in some of those destructive habits is going to start to reverse that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a really good point. When, when, when you're done talking to a lot of the kids come up to you to ask you more questions. Yeah. 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 All the time, you know, it, mm -hmm. it always depends. I mean, like you never really know, but like just this past week, you know, a couple of schools here in Michigan, uh, middle school and high school, uh, there was a line of, you know, 10, 20 students at, at uh, each of the programs I did. And they wanted to just share their heart with me and something that touched their heart during the assembly. And I always say, look, I don't have all the answers. I just try to reflect what you already know that deep down, you guys are beautiful, your miracles. Sometimes you just got to be reminded of that. And some of them, they, they've, they've never been told that before, or they've forgotten that they are miracles, that they are worth everything, that they're here for billions of reasons. And the biggest one is to be that light to someone else's heart, right? That if they've mm. gone through some darkness, you know, that they can still be that person's hope, you know, and hopefully shine through that. And to know that they have that power, if they keep their heart open to positively impact thousands of lives during their lifetime, that's the biggest message that I'm trying to instill in them. And the other fact that they never have to go it alone. We're talking with Kevin Zwala. He's known as Mr. Peace. He's a nationally recognized youth motivational speaker from Metro Detroit who specializes in bullying prevention, character education, student mental health, diversity and inclusion, and suicide awareness. We are in the month of October. At the tail end of it, it is uh, Bully Awareness Month, but 
we need to be cognizant of this issue throughout the whole year, not just in the month of October and on Bully Awareness Day on October 12th. But it's an important conversation to be having and in a, in a, uh, to address in schools. You know, uh, for people listening, whether it be a, a parent or a teacher or a principal, how would they reach you? Yeah, sure thing. And, you know, like you just mentioned, uh, an anti-bullying focus, it's needed every day, right? Yeah. So if, even if they can't book me for, you know, the remainder of October uh, or even early November, you know, whether they want to kick off the new year in 2023 or end the school year on a positive note or right before the holidays, you know, whatever makes sense with their school community, I'm definitely open to that. They can reach me at mrpeace.org, M-R-P-E-A-C-E, like the peace sign, dot O-R-G. Uh, on social media, Mr. Peace 101 is my username and handle on all the different apps out there, right? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, TikTok. If they want to send me a DM, if they want to reach out to me via the contact information on the contact page through the website, fill out a booking request, just call the number, send me an email, whatever makes most sense. Uh, I'd love to come and share my heart and try to bring whatever healing and hope I can, right? To every school and every school I visit, I say, look, you know, you, you bringing me in, I can't guarantee I'm going to put an end to bullying, right? Like you can't stop bullying. You can't control somebody and their actions. However, I guarantee that the response to bullying for many of your students and staff is, is going to change. Yeah. I think awareness is so important because some kids don't even know they're being bullies or being mean. Like they don't know until you point it out to them um, that it's mean behavior. It's all perspective. You know, yeah. I, I was, I was at a middle school a couple of weeks back and they had the students write down questions that, that they wanted to ask me post assembly. So we had like a Q and a following the presentation yeah. and a, a lot of them were like, well, you know, what do I do if, if I'm being bullied, you know, like, how do I get this person to stop? You know, like, how can I, you know, change this person's, you know, view. And I said, look, we can, we can only love, like we can't change, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, like hopefully that person does. But I said, I said, what you are in control of are your own emotions and your own reaction, right? So if you can flip your perspective a little bit to say, hey, this person that is bullying me is probably hurting inside and somebody's probably bullying them, that we don't have to take what they're saying to us or doing to us personally. Of course, if it's yeah. physical in nature and like your, your physical safety is jeopardized, yeah, you, you have to tell an adult right away and it's not tattletaling because it comes down to your safety. But yeah. if you can say, hey, this person is really, really, truly hurting. And I don't need to feel that that opinion fully matters. The only opinion I have to really focus on are those of my best friends, like my true friends, the ones that are worth my time that think of the, that like think the world of me or, you know, people in my life that are going to raise me up instead of tear me down. Cause those bullies want you to cry. They want you to run away. They want you to fight back and fail. But if you can do the opposite, show them that love that they desperately need. Yeah. Maybe it, it it, it could change their heart and change their whole, you know, life for the better. But even if it doesn't, at least you've kind of started to understand that, look, I can't always, you know, change my situation, but I can always change my stance, right? Not always change my circumstance, but I can always change how I approach things. Yeah, great point. Kevin, can you tell us about character education that you address? What does that entail? Yeah, so uh, a lot of schools are leader in me schools. Oh uh, yeah. Seven oh, yeah. habits of highly effective teens yeah, or people, yeah. right? Stephen I Covey, got, Sean I Covey. I got the books. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I got Sean Covey. Yeah. So from that perspective or, you know, from that angle, uh, I'm able to, uh, kind of, uh, choreograph my four primary topics to the various leader in me principles and mm. the habits. Right. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm able to 
incorporate those if the school wants me to, or I, I have a couple habits per presentation. Those are mainly elementary schools in nature. The character education, again, is primarily elementary age focused grades K through five approximately. But then other schools too, they have character pillars, right? Where they focus on one character trait per month, like starting in October, they go for three months in the first semester, three in the next semester. And a lot of times I will tailor my primary four themes to those character pillars too. So it's kind of like, you know, trying to make sure that I'm aligned with that school or district's curriculum mm -hmm. as it relates to the character empowerment and education. So that's where I sort of fit into that piece. I love that. Um, I was exposed to a leader in me when my daughter got into third grade. And I just really love that approach that so many elementary schools incorporate uh, that philosophy in education and helping kids know that they have a leadership in them. They just have to know how to express it, right? Bring it out, you know, using their talents. Yeah, it's huge. And for my one topic, leadership, uh, the sub theme is passion to purpose. So mm. even at a young age, getting the wheels turning, like, what is it that you love to do? You know, what is it that brings you life? And I got second, third, fourth graders. I love to read. Okay. So how can you go help somebody? How can you use this talent, this skill, this gift to go help other people? Right. Mm. And some of them are already, you know, volunteering to tutor, you know, some of the kindergartners and help them to read better. Right. I got fifth graders that love basketball. Okay. So how can you use that skill and that passion to now step into your purpose? You know, why you're even here on this planet. And for them at, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old to start thinking about this, that's everything because now they're going to maybe come to a summer camp. Right. And they're going to help first and second graders learn basketball drills. So their passions, basketball. Now their purpose is helping others learn that sport, maybe some life lessons along the way too. And so to think that, you know, leadership there's so many ways to be a leader you know you can be vocal like you and i we talk a lot yeah. or you can you know lead by just lead by example you know sure. through your actions be that quiet leader and have that quiet strength and so to know that there's no right or wrong way to lead it's just that let's lead in a positive way all of us yeah what a valuable lesson because it it shows the kids their value and i think that if if, if every kid knows their value you know, and they do have a purpose, there would be less depression, anxiety, and suicide. It's it's not knowing their self-worth. Yeah. And that's what I told one of the students who reached out to me recently. He's like, you know, I'm really struggling, you know, with depression and anxiety. And, and I tell people, I say, you know, that of course, sometimes medication is needed or it's, it's part of the solution to help with the chemical imbalances in our body. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, I always say that like a famous psychiatrist, Dr. Dr. Carl Menninger said, you know, he would recommend not more pills or, you know, meds to someone that's suffering from anxiety or depression, but to leave their home, lock the door behind them, you know, walk across the street, cross the railroad tracks, find someone in need and go help that person, right? That if you can find someone to help, you start to feel this fulfillment, you start to have this purpose, you start to replace those temporary highs that the substances bring and some of those, you know, uh, basically, you know, short-term fixes into this, into this permanent high, right. Into this yeah. permanent, like fire yeah. passion where you're just having like, you're full of life and you're willing to lose sleep for this. You're willing to ultimately die for it. Cause it, because you believe in something that strongly. And that's the same thing I want for these kids. As I said, like, look, I want you guys to find what, what you and I found, right? That you love radio. Yeah. I love speaking to yeah. students at, at schools all across this nation. And we both feel that we are finally, you know, walking, you know, where we're supposed to walk. I love that. Yeah.
I, it's so funny that you said it because I really I've gone through a whole career of being a print journalist, broadcast journalist. And what I really love, I do love talking to people and interviewing people, but I love coaching. And that's what I, that's my passion. Yeah. And, so, and it took me a long time to figure that out, but I do do a lot of leadership and management coaching and team building. Nice. And I, that I love the most. We have yeah. about a minute left with you here. Mr. Peace is who we're talking to on It's Your Community. What else do you want to share with our listeners before we let you go? You know, just that if, if it does make sense to, you know, bring me in to speak to your students, I would love the opportunity. Um, I'm always grateful to be able to share my heart uh, with the with the students and staff, uh, even the parents from a school district. Uh, and again, it's elementary, middle school, junior high, and high school that I that I target. I can do younger, I can do older too, but that's really where I try to focus uh, my energy. And I always say, look, before any talk I give. Uh, whether I'm speaking to age five to up to age 105, you know, I let my audience know that every, <laughs> every breath I take is, is going to be worth your time. And I truly mm -hmm. feel that. Right. And so that's what mm -hmm. I'm trying to do here is just like my motto, my mantra for my business, Mr. Peace Incorporated is, is to say that we are reaching hearts, changing lives. I love it. Give us your website one more time. Mr. Peace.org, M-R-P-E-A-C-E.org. You can just Google Mr. Peace. You'll find me there uh, on the social media side of things. Just search Mr. Peace. Mr. Peace 101 is the actual username and all the main social media platforms. But again, we'd love to hear from you and look forward to uh, coming and hopefully touching some hearts. Great. Mr. Peace, thanks for joining us here on Itcher Community. Nice. If you always a pleasure. Always a pleasure talking with you. If you have any questions or comments, show topics you want me to Vanessa Dunha to get to, you can go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching. You could private message me there. You can go to any of my social media platforms, which many people often do, and you could private message me, DM me on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and Epiphany Communications and Coaching on Facebook. As always, we remind you to connect, communicate, and to collaborate with your community. We'll catch you next time here on It's Your Community. It's your community. A public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.